For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome, it's Eric Erickson here. The phone number, 877-973-7425. If you want to be on the program, it is an open line Friday. I am happy to have you. The phone number again, 877-973-7425. You can always text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777 and get all the details about the show, the live stream, the podcast, the show notes. You should be getting the show notes. Well, well, well. As the turn screws Hunter Biden, (laughs) you know, had this guy taken that deal, none of this would have ever happened. This past summer, they had a deal for Hunter Biden. They were going to cut a plea. But the prosecutor ultimately wanted to clarify that this deal would not prevent additional prosecution. And Hunter Biden's team decided, no, 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 no. We thought we had a deal to avoid all prosecution. And so they did not take the deal. And he got charged with a uh, gun crime, being a drug addict, having a gun, lied to get it. You know, So th- those of you for real into who have never bought a gun, when you go to a, any gun store or to buy a gun, you go to a gun show and buy a gun, you go most – Anywhere to buy a gun unless you're going to your next-door neighbor best friend who's got one for sale, fam- friends and family sale. You're going to fill out a form, and that form is going to ask you a bunch of questions. And they're kind of dumb questions. The are you a citizen? Have you ever used marijuana? Have you used drugs? Uh, are you now or ever been an addict? And on and on. A laundry list of questions. And the reason they ask you those questions is you're not supposed to buy a gun if you're using illegal drugs. And then also by asking you the question – if you are later found to have a gun, they can charge you not with just with gun possession, but lying to the federal government on the form, and they can add up all the charges to keep you in jail for a very long time. Hunter Biden had the gun while he had a drug habit, illegal drug habit. He, on the forum, said he did not, was not a user of illegal narcotics. He bought the gun while well, he's being charged in Delaware uh, with a crime for having falsified that form. They, they got him. Now, it's important to note they only got him after all the outrage from conservatives and Republicans. And Abby Lowell, his lawyer, who is a big criminal defense attorney, represents lots of prominent people, is one of the people saying the only reason these new charges are coming is because of Republicans. Doesn't matter. Hunter Biden's been indicted on nine tax-related charges, three felonies and six misdemeanors. It's a 56-page filing. It lays out a series of charges, including allegations that the president's son failed to pay taxes, failed to file, evaded an assessment, and filed a fraudulent return. The indictment says that rather than pay his taxes, the defendant spent millions of dollars on an extravagant lifestyle. Between 2016 and October 15, 2020, the defendant spent the money on drugs, escorts and girlfriends, luxury hotels and rental properties, exotic cars, clothing, and other items of a personal nature. In short, everything but his taxes. Who hasn't? (laughs) Wow. Who among us 
the fungus among us. I, I y'all, the, uh, Hunter Biden. <laughs> now, here's the thing, as you can imagine. So David Weiss is the Trump appointee who served as the U.S. Attorney in Delaware. Yes, he was the Trump appointee, but you got to keep in mind the way it works is, is the Delaware senators signed off on it, including the the uh, um, Joe Biden, who was not a senator at the time because uh, he had left the White House, but had been a U.S. senator prior to that and knew of Weiss, and Weiss was a growing legal force in Delaware. But the existing then-Delaware senators approved him. According to the indictment, I'm reading from NBC News, according to the indictment, Hunter Biden engaged in a four-year scheme in which he chose not to pay at least $1.4 million in self-assessed federal taxes he owed for tax years 2016 through 2019 and to evade the assessment of taxes for tax year 2018 when he filed false returns. Abby Lowell, Hunter's lawyer, says last name was anything other than Biden. The charges would not have been brought. Not true. Now, I will tell you, I have talked to a number of tax attorneys, and, and here's what they tell me, in all honesty, that because a friend of the Biden family wound up paying the taxes for Hunter Biden, in all candor and seriousness, uh, they would not have charged him probably, but for the political implications, with some of the things. However, he filed false returns. So the tax lawyer I talked to said, if you don't pay your taxes and they come after you and then you pay your taxes, they oftentimes won't charge because when you go to a jury trial and something like that, uh, did you pay your taxes? Yes. But only after we came after you. Yes, but I paid my taxes. And the jury's like, well, he paid his taxes. Jurors don't want to send people to jail for not paying their taxes. However, you do it repeatedly, and then you file a false return. That's a different matter. That suddenly becomes a bigger deal. And that's the problem for Hunter Biden is it's a bigger deal now. He did not pay his federal taxes, and he filed false returns. NBC News obtained a letter from Abby Lowell to uh, David Weiss's office dated Tuesday in which he wanted a meeting. He says, I wrote the U.S. attorney asking for a customary meeting to discuss the investigation. The response was media leaks today that the charges were being filed. Hunter Biden paid his taxes in full more than two years ago. That's not really true. Others helped advance the money for Hunter Biden to pay it. Now, here's the thing, and this is very important. The conversations in the media today are that, well, this doesn't implicate Joe Biden. Joe Biden has no responsibility for this. This is a grown man. That's true. Superficially, it's true. Joe Biden is not implicated in any of this. Joe Biden had nothing to do with any of this. The problem is you and I both know what would happen if this happened to one of the Trump children. You and I both know what would happen if it was a Trump kid the media would be eating the story up. It would be a damning indictment on the character of the family. It would be suspect as to what Donald Trump knew or did not know about his children's behavior. You know that's true. Even you Democrats know that's true. That the media will circle the wagon against Joe Biden over this is, uh, it's not surprising, but also it's it's not going to persuade anyone. Remember the number of people who, had they known about the Hunter Biden situation, might have second-guessed voting for Joe Biden in a race where Joe Biden run the, won the presidency with about 30,000, 35,000 votes. It's a meaningful, significant story. 
It's a pretty big deal. And Hunter Biden is a grown man, but he is the president's son. And that actually does matter because what does the president of the United States do? How does he handle his son? And does he intend to pardon his son? Does he intend to pardon his son? That's going to be a lingering question. Because the odds are, frankly, that uh, Hunter Biden gets found guilty. This is very similar in one situation to the Trump situation. And I'm, I've worked very hard to keep Trump out of this, just so you understand. But there is there is one relevant issue here, and it's the classified documents case down in Florida. Because under the charges in that case, if a grand jury asked for classified documents and Donald Trump had them, said he did not and refused to give them to him. If that happened, Donald Trump's guilty of a crime. It really is that simple. Grand jury asks for something. You don't file an objection, which he didn't do, but you don't hand them over. You've committed a crime. It's that straightforward. Did they ask? Yes. Did you hand them over? No. Did you have them in your possession? Yes. Crime. Same thing here with Hunter Biden. Did you file your taxes? No. Did you falsify your taxes? Yes. Guilty, guilty. Does it matter that they were paid later by someone else? He didn't pay them when they were supposed to be paid. He ignored the demands. And then he falsified documents. As straightforward as the left would say the classified document cases against Trump, this is a very straightforward case against Hunter Biden. This is Andy McCarthy. There's nothing, there are several astonishing things about the 56-page grand jury indictment filled with nine counts against the president's son, Hunter Biden, by federal prosecutor David Weiss. The first is that it's dizzying. The indictment is scathing in describing the younger Biden's unsavory lifestyle, his deep dishonesty, and his willful decision to evade tax liabilities on millions of dollars in income and instead spend the money on hookers, drugs, luxury goods, and the like. Now, Andy and the indictment say escorts, but come on, he is buying hookers. Hunter is portrayed as exactly the kind of tax cheat who should be prosecuted. In fact, he appears to be just the sort of elitist scoundrel abominated in the rhetoric of his father and Democrats, privileged, addicted to consumption, producing little of real value, and greedily unwilling to pay his fair share. But here's the problem. Just the same four, just four months ago, the same David Weiss tried to bury the same tax case against the same Hunter Biden, offering him a no-jail plea to two puny misdemeanors, a sweetheart deal so out of the ordinary that Weiss's minions could not answer a judge's simple question about it. And the ever-entitled Hunter's defense lawyers foolishly blew up over fear of a hypothetical prosecution on tougher charges that Weiss patently had no intention to bring. It's impossible to square Weiss's slamming of Hunter in the new indictment with the blind eye he turned towards Hunter in the failed plea bargain, a submission in which the only narrative was a statement of facts sympathetic to Hunter, the drafting of which was clearly controlled by Hunter's lawyers, not the agents who investigated him in the case. Why the change? The ex- whistleblowers. Whistleblowers exposed what was going on, and Weiss has to respond. He's got to do something. He can't now not do anything. And by the way, a Trump-appointed judge is going to handle the case. It's real clear. Joe Biden has nothing to do with this. And and in all candor, honesty, all that, Joe Biden's not involved in this. And I'm sure you'll hear people try to make the case Joe Biden is somehow, but he's not involved in this. Except he's the president of the United States. His son is being charged in federal court with a crime. And the man, the president of the United States, whose son is being charged, has the sole power under the United States Constitution to pardon. It becomes a relevant question 
does Joe Biden pardon Hunter Biden? What they will undoubtedly do, you'll get a, you'll get a hint of this coming, is they'll begin to make the case that this was all a partisan witch hunt. This was all partisanship. This had nothing to do with ethics, nothing to do with, with legality. It was all a partisan witch hunt pressured by the Republicans. So, of course, dad's going to pardon the son because it's the just thing to do because the son's the victim of a Republican partisan witch hunt, except the son falsified documents to the federal government and failed to pay his taxes. That makes this one hard for Biden. Now I want you to pay attention to something very closely. I want you to open your ears. How many reporters ask Democrats and constantly ask Joe Biden, will you pardon your son, Mr. President? Do you think President Biden should pardon Hunter Biden, Democrat? Because you know and I know if there was an R next to Joe Biden's name, they'd be asking every day from now till kingdom come. I wonder how many will ask it now. Now, you open your ears to it. Open your ears. See if you hear it. But for the love of all that is good, decent, and holy, please don't hold your breath. I don't want you to die. Want to be on the show? Hello? Hello? I'd love your show. Call Eric now at 877-973-7425. the podcast, live stream, email, and social media links by texting ERIC to 33777 now. Welcome back. It's Eric Erickson. Open line Friday, the phone number 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program? Boy, there's a plot twist here. A 26-year-old attempted to burn down Martin Luther King Jr.'s house in Atlanta. Not Antifa. Nope. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm not the only one who read the story and was curious about who stopped who and who it was. It was white guys from Utah who stopped the young black lady from burning down Martin Luther King Jr.'s house, and then two off-duty cops from New York City intervened as well. I a plot twist. You know what I know. If that match had been struck and the house gone up in flames, it would be a national story about racial violence in the country until they realized who did it. But there's a sad angle to this, too. The 26-year-old woman was confronted by uh, visitors from Utah as she poured gasoline on the porch of the house. One of the tourists from Utah, Zach Kemp, said he initially thought the woman was watering shrubs. He told the New York Times he and a co-worker with whom he was visiting the home asked the woman what she was doing. She tried to open the screen door. She didn't respond. She then emptied a five-gallon container on the porch and retrieved a lighter she left in the grass next to the porch. He blocked the woman with his body, Kip did, as she attempted to get back on the porch while holding the lighter. He says she had nervous energy but wasn't aggressive. She backed down, turned around, walked down the street. Kemp called 911 and yelled at two guys down the street that she was trying to set the house on fire and to follow her. The men off-duty New York Police Department cops had been at the house touring, and they detained her until the police got there. Now, here's the sad angle here. She's 26 years old, had been in the military. She's a veteran and having serious struggles with mental health. Her family was trying to find her, um, and they were able to track her out but couldn't get there in time, her father and her three sisters. Um, so a another 
person with serious mental health issues, this time a veteran, young black lady who tried to burn down Martin Luther King Jr.'s house, suffering from serious mental health issues, and obviously needs a lot of prayer uh, and help, and is probably going to serve time in federal prison as well, because it's a national federal landmark. But my goodness, thank goodness for the tourists from Utah and the New York City cops. Swiss America is trying to help you save your hard-earned assets. Y'all, gold prices are going up right now, and people are worried about what's happening in the country and the economy. You've got banks that are shuttering. Regional banks are not making it. The Fed is bailing them out. Uh, and there is, at all of this going on, a secret war on cash that Swiss America wants to help you understand and figure out how to navigate through, which is why they're giving out for free their war, the secret war on cash, or their report. Your copy's free. All you do is call or text 800-289-2646. The all-out war on cash includes digital forms of currency. It's spreading daily. You can go read the secret war on cash free to you. All you do is mention Eric Erickson. You call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Go to SwissAmerica.com slash Eric. That's SwissAmerica.com slash E-R-I-C-K. Or just text my name, Eric Erickson, to 800 289 2646 message and data rates may apply probably will apply when you call or text or go to swissamerica.com slash eric hello and welcome it is eric erickson here across america the phone number 877-973-7425 i'm going to go back to the phone shamika you're going to be up first today welcome to the show how are you i'm good how are you good I just wanted to say that I agree with you that Biden is not legally liable, but he should be politically liable because the president, Biden's whole platform, as well as the Democratic Party's platform, is tax the rich, pay your fair share, evil corporations, blah, blah, blah. That's your whole mantra. But for whatever reason, you can't even control your own son. It has to start from home. So, yes, every Republican should stick a mic in the Democratic Party's face and ask them about this situation, as well as inflation their inflationary policies that's driving up the cost, causing a backdoor tax on the middle class. So, you know, you want everybody else to pay more, but you and your son can't pay more. Fool, you are the rich. You are the rich. Why don't you start at home first? (laughs) I know when to keep my mouth shut and just let somebody talk and preach, preach, yes. Yes, that is so well said. You're right, though. I mean, they, they demagogue every rich person in America. And Joe Biden's entire family has gotten wealthy off of his time in office, and he wants no accountability for his own son. It's it's a sad situation, clearly, given the, the trauma he faced when he was a kid with his mom died and all. But at some point, you got to own it. you got to own your life. Um, it just it's it's amazing. You you said it way better than I could. Uh, and I got the passion in your voice, too. All right. So, Shabika, I got to ask you a question. I don't mean to yeah. put you on the spot. So you you are a uh, black female, and that is like the stride, most strident demographic in America uh, for Democrats and Joe Biden, and you are not. And I'm just curious why. <laughs> That's a long story, but I'll try to shorten it for you. Right. Back in the day, I tried to um, – when Trump got elected, I was very scared, just like they told us to be. And um, I started listening to Rush Limbaugh because they said they were going to put us back in chains and everything. So I started listening to him because I figured, you know, they said he was a, a, a racist. So let me listen to Rush Limbaugh because if anybody should know we're going back in chains, it should be him. Correct. <laughs> okay. So, 
So I started listening to Rush, and I used to, the more points he would make, he would state facts, and I would get mad, and I would turn the radio off. I'd be in my car just cussing and fussing. And then i go look him up, and hobby dog on. Some of the stuff was true that he was saying. It was true. It was the Democrats that did redlining. It, it was the Democrats that passed the crimes bill. Uh, uh, it was the Demo- that, that was them that had the disparaging sentences. And I, I would get so upset with Rush. And then once I started researching, I started listening and doing my own research, and I actually started listening to Rush. <laughs> and 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 he started to make sense. And I. I realize that at that point they got this guy pegged wrong the, the media that's when i started realizing the spin and how they would take something that trump would say and not just trump just any republican and spin it all the way left and it, that's not what he said or that's not what they said and they would take a policy and it, it would actually be a good policy but by the time they finished with it it was racist and we all going back in chains and i, I you know so that's how i got started because I was afraid when Trump first got elected, and then I started to listen to Rush, and I, I um, started doing my own research. I, I have to tell you, first of all, uh, best caller of the year right here, Shamika, thank you. And and is somewhere Rush is listening. Well, I, I, I can't say that because dirty little secret is Rush never listened to talk radio, um, but he's smiling <laughs> somewhere. Uh, and, gosh, that, that makes me happy. I had a, a conversation last night about him. He was such a dear friend. I miss him. And that would I'm going to have to tell David uh, about this. Call. Shamika, thank you so much. Have a Merry Christmas. All right. You too. Merry Christmas. That's just that I'm going to – got to text David Limbaugh during the break uh, and, and tell him about that. That's just fantastic. Um, that's great. You know, it's true, though. The amount of times those of us on the right are vilified and then people tune in to see what it's all about and – um, they realize what the truth is. Democrats have built a house of cards on a foundation of lies, and all you got to do is listen to the truth for a little bit, and it begins to crumble, as it did for her. That's fantastic. Gerald, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the program. How are you? All right. Good, good to hear from you. I just, I just called in and let you know that uh, you got the best radio show in North and South Carolina. Wow. Glad to hear the Love to hear the folks talking in, especially the last lady you had on the phone. Man, it's just good to hear straightforward truth for one time. It is. Well, listen, Gerald, that makes my day. You know, Charlie, my call screener, only lets people call in about once every five years to say something nice to me. So I appreciate it that he lets you call in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank you great. very much. Eric, I love it. Thank you, Gerald. Thank you. I got to touch on this story here. This is from Reuters. U.S. household wealth fell to roughly $151 trillion in the third quarter, pulled down by a drop in the value of stocks, which more than offset a half trillion rise in the value of property prices, the Federal Reserve said on Thursday. Household net worth fell about 1% in the period from July through September, from $152.3 trillion at the end of the second quarter, the Fed said. The value of holdings of real estate increased $500 billion, while equity values declined $1.7 trillion. What does that mean for you and me? It means that uh, you're poorer under Joe Biden. In the New York Times, there's an essay from, that Thomas Edsel has written. He's a columnist on politics demographics and equality. He's someone, the left, he's someone in particular Joe Biden pays attention to. The predictive power of horse race polling a year for the presidential election is weak at best, he writes. 
The Biden campaign can take some comfort in that. But what recent surveys do reveal is that the coalition that put Joe Biden in the White House in the first place is nowhere near as strong as it was four years ago. These danger signs include fraying support among core constituencies, including young voters, black voters and Hispanic voters, and the decline, if not the erasure, of traditional Democratic advantages in representing the interests of the middle class and speaking for the average voter. Any of these in their own might be cause for alarm, but taken together, they represent a dangerous situation for Joe Biden. From November 5th through 11th, Democracy Corps, a Democratic advisor group founded by Stan Greenberg and James Carville, surveyed 2,500 voters in presidential and Senate battleground states, as well as competitive House districts. In an email, Greenberg summarized the results. Quote, this is grim. The study, he said, found that collectively voters in the Democratic base of black, Hispanic, Asian, LGBTQ plus community, Gen Z, millennials, unmarried and college women give Trump higher approval ratings than Biden. On 32 subjects, ranging from abortion to China, the Democracy Corps survey asked voters to choose which would be better, Biden and the Democrats or Trump and the Republicans. Biden and the Democrats led on six. Women's rights by 17 points. Climate change by 15 points. Addressing racial inequality by 10 points. Health care by three points. And the president not being an autocrat by two points. And protecting democracy by one point within the margin of error, those last two. There was a tie on making democracy more secure. Donald Trump and the Republicans held leads on the remaining subjects, including being for working people, seven points, standing up to elites, up eight points, being able to get things done for the American people, up 12 points, feeling safe, up 12 points, and keeping wages and salaries up with the cost of living by 17 points. In the case of issues that traditionally favor Republicans, Trump and his allies held commanding leads, up 11 on patriotism, 17 on crime, 20 on immigration, 22 on border security, particularly worrisome for Democrats, who plan to demonize Trump as a threat to democracy, are the advantages Trump and the Republicans have on opposing extremes. Three points. Getting beyond the chaos, six points. Protecting the Constitution, eight points. There's some evidence in both the Democracy Corps survey and in other polls that concern specifically to Biden, including his age and the surge in prices during his presidency. The survey, for example, found that Democratic candidates in House battleground districts are running even with their Republican opponents among all voters and two points ahead among voters who say they're okay cast their ballot on Election Day. Let's rewind the tape. If I had the audio, if, if I had the sound of a record screeching, I would have played it. If you missed it, particularly worrisome for Democrats who plan to demonize Trump as a threat to democracy, Republicans lead Democrats by six points on which party will get us Beyond the chaos. Have you been listening to me for the past month? The Democrats have been more and more explicitly saying if Donald Trump comes back to the presidency, he'll bring chaos with him. Joe Biden is a vote for stability. Donald Trump is a vote for chaos. The voters don't see it that way. The voters see Donald Trump as a vote for stability and Joe Biden has a vote for chaos. You know, the voters who are going to be voting, every single one of them, they lived through the four years of Donald Trump. There's not a voter who will vote who was not alive when Donald Trump was president. And you didn't have a war in Ukraine. You didn't have a war in Israel and Gaza. You didn't have an about-to-be war in Venezuela and Guyana. You didn't have inflation going through the roof. You didn't have falling wages. You didn't have falling household income and household wealth. 
all of that when Donald Trump was president. You had a good economy. You had stability around the world. You didn't have wars everywhere. People remember that stuff. It's real hard for Joe Biden to claim Trump will bring you chaos when there's so much chaos right now. The Democrats, they're in a world of hurt. I was telling people last night, I did, did an um, event for my seminary and was telling them last night that, you know, these are turbulent times and a lot of people are, are queasy. A lot of people are worried. A lot of people feel like the world is flying out of control and they remember as much as the, the mean tweets and, and getting up every morning wondering if Trump was going to start World War III. He never did. And then Joe Biden came in and promised a, a way back to normal times and things have gotten more chaotic. It's real hard for Joe Biden to roll that back now. I don't I don't know how he does it, but he's going to try, he claims. Now, before I get out of here, Ricky, I want to go to you real quick. Welcome to the show, Ricky. How are you? Hey, Eric, how you doing? Man, Good. I agree with everything you just said. You know, the sister, I'm glad she opened her eyes. I saw it 20-plus years ago. I used to listen to a guy named Ken Hamlin. I don't know if oh, you've yeah. heard of him. I the used Black to, Avenger, made, yes. Yes, sir. He made sense. And, 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 and these people, they don't get it. You know, and, and I'll say this about Trump. I know you got to get on a break, but I'll say this about Trump. Uh, regardless of what people feel about him, and I've, I've, I've lived through all, I've lived through Jimmy Carter, Obama, Bush, Clinton, all of them. Donald Trump is the only president in my lifetime that has made an effort to to everything he promised he was going to do. He made an effort to do that. All the rest of them got in the office and it all went away. He was the only man, whether you agreed with what he was doing or not. He made whatever he said he was going to do. He made an effort to do that while he was in office. I take him over Biden any day. The polls suggest, Ricky, and thank you very much for the phone call. Merry Christmas to you. The, the, the polls suggest you're not alone in all the major media polls, all the media operations that despise Donald Trump. He's leading all of those polls. Never in the history of the candidacy of Donald Trump has he ever been ahead consistently in all the polls, let alone by as much in any one of the polls. It's a big warning sign for the Democrats who claim he's a threat to democracy, and yet they won't replace Joe Biden. Seems like they don't really think he's a threat to democracy. They just want to say it to scare people. Now, I'm going to scare you. I'm going to paint for you a nightmare scenario. You're standing in line at the post office, and the people in front of you and the people behind you are coughing. Some of them, they're carrying packages, so they can't even cover their mouth. You know that happens this time of year. Unless you use stamps.com and you bypass the post office and you arrange to pick up at your office. Listen, that I, I'm y'all I am so I know so many people with the flu right now. I'm trying to make this point as to why you should do what I do and use stamps.com. I do not go stand in line at the post office. I don't go to the UPS store to stand in line. They come to me to ship my packages. I arrange it all online. All you need is a computer and a printer. You got some labels, you throw them on the packages and tell them come get them, and they come and get them. You bypass the lines, you get up to 84% savings on the shipping rates. You can find the fastest shipping options and the cheapest shipping options. You can do it all at stamps.com. Right now, limited time offer. You have no contract to sign. You have no long-term commitment, but you get a free digital scale. You get free postage. I've used them for 20 of their 25 years. You should start. Millions of businesses do. Stamps.com. You click on the microphone. You put in my name, Eric. Stamps.com. Click on the microphone. Put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Start saving and start shipping and stop standing in lines. Let them come to you. They will gladly do it to collect your packages 
and save you the headache of standing in line this germy, flu-infested holiday season. It's so convenient. Stamps.com, click the microphone, put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. When the world seems crazy, he'll keep you sane. It's the Eric Erickson Show. Join Eric's Army of Activists. Text ARMY to 33777 now. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Harrison, Open Line Friday, 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, I am delighted to have you. I want to play for you some audio here. This is Kindleanian on uh, NBC talking about the um, the, the Hunter Biden litigation. But first, got to tell you this hour, the program is brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. If you're buying a building or you're building a building or you're buying a franchise, things like that, you need $250,000 or more, let First Liberty help you if they can. Um, they make their own lending decisions, and they specialize in helping businesses grow anywhere in the nation they can help you. Just go to FirstLibertyGA.com and find their contact info, FirstLibertyGA.com. This is Kindleanian on NBC. You know, Hunter Biden had a chance to resolve these tax charges by pleading guilty over the summer to failing to file a return in a deal that called for no jail time. But that deal fell apart, and now prosecutors, as you said, have thrown the book at him. They're charging him here with tax evasion and fraud, saying that he had the money to pay his taxes, but instead spent it on a lavish lifestyle that included drugs, escorts, expensive clothing, and luxury cars. And when he finally filed the tax return in 2018, they say he lied about business deductions to lower his tax burden. For example, the indictment says he sent a $10,000 wire transfer to his accountant in July 2018 that he said was for a tax-deductible deposit for a golf club membership. In fact, the indictment says that $10,000 was used to purchase a membership in a sex club. And prosecutors say that while some of this conduct came while Mr. Biden was addicted to drugs, they say that even after he got sober, he continued to dodge his tax obligation. Such an upstanding guy. Now, look, there are people who have problems in life. And Hunter Biden is one of them. Uh, if you will recall, his he was in the car with his brother, sister, and mother uh, Christmas shopping a very long time ago when he was five years old and the car was struck by a truck. His mom and his sister were killed. Uh, he and his brother trapped for some time in the car. He remembers it all. And, there, and his dad ran off to Congress, um, was convinced he needed to go be in the U.S. Senate where he was for 50 years and ultimately got remarried to Jill Biden had another daughter, but I'm sure that's all traumatic for Hunter Biden. And I'm sure he struggled with it and clearly needed help, and Dad was in Washington. But y'all, you have to take responsibility for your own actions. You can't just say, well, when I was five, I was in a car and my mom was killed, and now I'm a grown man and, and I'm still struggling with it. At some point, you got to take responsibility for yourself. I recognize the trauma, but I also recognize that this guy's got to take responsibility for his own actions, and he tried not to, and he can bellyache all he wants that my daddy's president of the United States and I'm being treated unfairly. No, you're not being treated unfairly. You did bad things, and it caught up to you. You're going to have to deal with that. When we come back, Harvard, MIT, and UPenn dealing with their president's testimony in Congress on the fallout. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.